I would say that's something that I, I can't control. Um, I don't have any control over, um, you know, those trade deals and whatnot. Um, you know, but for me, my job is to, you know, help our team win games and, you know, help our offense contribute to the success of the team. Um, so, yeah. So as you just heard, those were the words of Tua Tungavailoa earlier this afternoon, um, or really this morning, when he joined the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick, world-renowned sports reporter. Absolutely nothing but respect for the guy, right? He didn't sit there and bash Tua or try to pry an answer out of Tua like most people have, especially in, you know, recent weeks and and recent talks. Um, as we can tell, this revolving door um, never really ends. And, you know, also regarding this interview as well, um, while he's on the Dan Patrick show, Adam Sheen asked Tua if he was aware of the rumors regarding Deshaun Watson. I'm not too sure how you wouldn't be aware of any of the rumors, especially with the landscape of the NFL. And if anything, the Jared Goff and Matthew Stafford trade shows that anything is predictable. Like I've said, the NFL offseason is, quote-unquote, to quote me, a crazy murafuka. So, Tua's exact quotes um, was that, quote, I never heard anything about the rumor until my agent reached out to me. I'm not really one to listen to the radio or watch ESPN. Really, the only time I would watch TV would be to watch a football game on Sunday. I don't hear too much of that. The only time I heard about it was from my agent. That's something that would be out of my control regardless. That would be on the decision of the Miami Dolphins organization. I have to control what I can control, work hard, and do well next season. So we already see what his mindset is, right? Tua's mindset is this kid just loves football, right? And that's the exact guy that you want leading your team. Somebody that doesn't give a shit what the logo on their helmet is, but whatever the logo is, I'm going to play my fucking heart out for him. Okay. And he's already thinking about next season. He's already thinking about working better. He's already thinking about working hard to get better and to overcome those criticisms that he was given. Then Sheen went ahead and also asked who if he believed that coach Brian Flores and the Dolphins are convinced that he is the franchise quarterback. And to go ahead and quote Tua again, he said, quote, in my mind and in my heart, I would like to hope so. But for me, with the way things went last year, you always have to prove yourself to do better. And I want to do better. My job is to help our team win games. For that, for me, excuse me, that's what I have to do a better job with. For me, when I was in, we lost a couple. Okay. Um, and then you heard the words about the possible trade rumors. Not possible, but the definite trade rumors that have come out with Dan Patrick. Now, this interview with Dan Patrick can be shifted one of two ways. Right? You can, you can form a narrative out of either of the two. Right? You can form the narrative of, oh, well... The locker room is already getting lost. No, there's... Look, this doesn't happen, okay? <laughs> what we're seeing is an anomaly. We're seeing a 
an incredible talent in Deshaun Watson being available on the open market at the age of 25, right? Who's already got a track record of what he can do in college as well as in the pros, right? So his numbers back up the asking price as well as the all of the hype surrounding these trade rumors, right? So what we're seeing here is an anomaly, right? I mean, hell, if any quarterback, I don't give a shit if it is Deshaun Watson, right? If Patrick Mahomes is out there as well, you're going to have the exact same rumors, okay? You just have phenomenal athletes saying, hey, I want out. I want to no longer be on this team. Of course, teams' mouths are going to water. There's about 25 or 26 teams that are probably calling the Houston Texans, you know, probably ringing their phone off the fucking hook, right? But to shift, so so you could have that one narrative, right? You can have the narrative of, oh, the locker room is lost. They're already fucking up to, right? They're already getting in his head, right? But as you can tell by his comments on the Dan Patrick show, surrounding what is possibly the biggest, not possibly, what is the biggest trade rumor of the entire NFL season, the kid is still calm, cool, and collected. And he still very much wants to be a Dolphin, but he is humble enough to admit that it's not in his control because at the end of the day, as much as I sit here and I make episodes and episodes and episodes, right? I think we're on like episode like 27, where Tyler talks about Tua Tungabailoa. That's my quarterback, right? I love him. To quote Terrell Owens, that's my quarterback. That's my teammate, right? That's our guy, right? You don't draft a guy at five. Let him play nine games. And then think about trading him, right? That's unheard of, especially with the caliber that Tua is as a player. Like I said, before the injury... He had this fall from grace that was no fault of his own. And now, Tua finds himself, once again, surrounded by a bunch of drama that is to no fault of his own. Tua has said, I want to be a quarterback for the Miami Dolphins. He has absolutely fallen in love with the city of Miami. And who could blame him? Right? We we welcome the kid with open arms. It's been 289 days since Lord Tua has descended upon us. Right? I don't, I don't get it. And, and, and that's the thing, right? Is our fan base has always kind of been that way. Our fan base has always been cool. Let's let, and, and, and that's the thing, just not just about our fan base is about every NFL fan base for the most part is relatively volatile, right? When, and I, and I understand the stigma, right? You're drafted number five overall there is going to be those expectations surrounding you, right? We're not looking at the normal NFL unless you talk to Chan Gailey about it, of grooming a guy, you know, for for his first couple of seasons, and then you want him to actually be a start and take over. No, when you draft a guy that high, you want him to be an instant impact. Absolutely. I'll give that to you, right? If you ask Chan Gailey, he'll tell you otherwise, Right? Sat him for seven games. I'll tell you otherwise. But so 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 I understand that. Right? I understand the volatility of the fan base. I understand the 
eagerness, the anxiety of finally getting a, a you know a good quarterback, and he didn't live up to expectations. Guys, it's been nine games. He hasn't even played a full season. It's been nine games, right? So everybody just needs to just take their foot off the pedal and just relax. And But that's the thing, right? All of us NFL fans, a lot of the times, myself included, we become quarterback coach, we, or you know, we become we become couch coach, we become couch analysts, we become couch GMs, right? At the end of the day, we don't know what's going on in closed door private conversations between Brian Flores, Chris Greer. We don't know what their inner thoughts are, right? And sometimes. Not sometimes, quite frankly, all the time. This kind of speculation can absolutely drive you nuts, right? It's keeping me awake at night, <laughs> okay? Because this is the team that that I would bleed for, okay? This is, this is my guy. And this isn't somebody that we drafted in the second round. This wasn't somebody that we signed as an undrafted free agent and was like, oh my God, right? Like we just didn't happen to just hit a diamond in the rough like we have a track record of doing, right? This is the guy that Miami has been planning to get for two years, right? Tank for Tua, we all had the t-shirts, right? But however, this controversy that surrounds us right now regarding one of the better NFL quarterbacks in the league in Deshaun Watson is simply an anomaly due to the poor management of the Houston Texans as a franchise. We've seen all of their stars leave not by their own will, aka DeAndre Hopkins, because Bill O'Brien decided he wanted to be the other BB in Bill Belichick when DeAndre Hopkins wanted the money that he was definitely doing, he was definitely worth. Bill O'Brien said, cool, watch this. I'm going to trade you to try to make a statement. Now, I understand you want to try to make a statement, right? I get that. Especially when you're trying to make a statement of establishing a winning culture that we don't care what your name is or what your title is so on and so forth. I get that. Right? I totally, 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 totally get that. But at the same time, it was all Bill O'Brien's ego that has shattered this franchise. Right? And it's the disgruntled... You know, it's your franchise quarterback. Okay? That somehow fell to you in in, in a loaded draft class of quarterbacks. Right, three of which were in the NFL playoffs this year. Right, absolutely loaded. Okay, and you know, you see it, you see the face of your franchise, Deshaun Watson, and he's disgruntled. Okay, and he's disgruntled with quite frankly it's nothing to do with play on the field he doesn't want out because he just wants a different system he wants out because of the way 
that the team is running. Who can blame them? There's been so much dirty laundry that has come out of the NFL's newest franchise in the Houston Texans. So much has unfolded in the last month, month and a half, that you could make an entire documentary about it. Because here's the thing, it starts, like I've said, it starts and ends in the front office. Who you have calling the shots dictates every single thing that happens. And what is more important is what happens off of the field. Okay? And so Deshaun has come out and obviously he has said that New York is number one, Miami is number two. Okay? It's no surprise Deshaun wants out of Houston. You know, he's obviously super pissed. He went from a 2 to a 10, to use his own words, with the front office about the process leading to the recent hiring of general manager Nick Casario. I mean, look, it's it's the same narrative. Right? It's 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 the same thing and I guess it's a slow news day. I don't know, but you know, Casario, with that being said, the Texans just hired Nick Casario, okay? And he has already come out and said that he has quote zero interest, end quote, in trading for Deshaun Watson. Right? He was the number twelve overall pick, twenty seventeen draft, and The new head coach that they just hired, David Culley, said that he, quote, took the job knowing that Watson was the quarterback. Okay. So it's just, it's weird, right? I feel like at this point, this is where you have done something so wrong in a relationship that you try to do like 20 things right to try to counteract the one bad thing. And for Deshaun... It's really not just one bad thing that has happened. It is a multitude of bad things that have happened. This is just finally the tip of the iceberg, right? And it all starts and it all ends with Bill O'Brien. A man whose ego got to the best of him and has completely crumbled this franchise by trading away its entire future and its entire assets And now, Bill O'Brien is gone, so you think, cool, situation is rectified. No, because even after Bill O'Brien is fired and removed from his position, that's when, in the offseason, this offseason, the trade rumors finally start to come out. Nobody had any idea that Deshaun felt this way. But it's finally come to light. So what is the problem, right? So what is it that's causing all of these things to surface? What is it that's causing all of a sudden somebody who has been relatively quiet for three to four years since he's been drafted to come out and voice his very strong opinions about wanting out of Houston? And to be honest with you, I can't tell you what it is, right? Because I'm not involved in the Houston Texans franchise. But by looking at it from an outsider's perspective, And by looking at it from a third-party standpoint, it all begins not only with Bill O'Brien. It's it's got everything to do with the front office, right? We know how outspoken Deshaun Watson is about social justice, 
We know how outspoken he is about his love for football, right? We know how outspoken he is for the city of Houston, period. Okay, so how do you take a franchise quarterback, right? Look at the calendar from one year ago. We would have had no idea that any of this was going on in Deshaun's head. But he's finally decided to come out, given the dirty laundry that's unfolded, You know, it's just, and then it's weird. What makes this narrative even weirder is that if Deshaun has been feeling this way for years at this point, let's just say years, let's just say months. In September, he signed a contract extension through the 2025 season with no trade clause, indicating that he wants to remain in Houston and for that amount of money with a player of his caliber what he wanted to do and what he wants to do is be involved in how this franchise is going to go and they haven't given him that and so therein lies the problem I'm not saying that he's power hungry that's not what I'm saying what I'm saying is Deshaun is frustrated because he is going unheard He said, hey, I want to be involved in the general manager hiring, right? He said after DeAndre Hopkins was traded, he was at a two, okay? Which I would have already been way above a two after losing literally the best wide receiver in the entire National Football League, okay? That puts him at a two? Okay, cool. He's still able to go out and have a record-breaking season, Without the number one receiver in the NFL. So that just shows you the kid's raw fucking talent. That shows you the kid's raw innate ability to play this game. Kid's a fucking superstar. So what really went on, not only is it the Bill O'Brien saga, who traded away all of his assets for very boneheaded moves that nobody would have done. Nobody sane would have done. Okay. What Deshaun Watson is disgruntled about is the fact of he is not being involved in the franchise the way that he wants to be. Not because he's power hungry. He doesn't want to be a diva and a prima donna, right? Because that's not his personality. That's not who he is as a person. He's never been that person. We've never seen a negative headline about this guy, right? Never. I dare you to try to find one, okay? Never been one. He's disgruntled because he is not involved in the franchise in the capacity and on the level that he desires to be. Which, if it is my career, right, I'm not just going to, quote, shut up and just throw the football, right? Your own owner of the Texans has come out and said, we cannot have prisoner we cannot have inmates running the prison okay so that just shows you what kind of a hostile environment that is it takes andre johnson who has stayed relatively quiet since he is retired matter of fact i forgot andre johnson existed until i loaded up an old copy of madden 08 because he's been that quiet since he retired and came out and said that Houston is a place that wastes career. So clearly this is an issue that has been going on 
and that precedent has been set way before Deshaun Watson got here. So what Deshaun wants to do is he wants to right the ship. Deshaun wants to be involved and finally get Houston out of the position that that they've been in for years. And they looked right at their franchise quarterback who has made them relevant for the first time in the franchise's history. And they told him, no. I don't blame Deshaun Watson whatsoever for the trade. Rumors, allegations, sitting out. I don't blame him. And if he does choose, you know, if the Texans choose not to trade him, if they're somehow able to burn, to, to, to amend this broken bridge, which is beyond doubtful at this point, he could sit out, but in which case he would incur up to fines of $50,000 per day. Deshaun, if you want my cash app, just let me know. So it's, it's absolutely nuts, right? And I've already talked extensively about the ridiculous trade package that it would take to get Deshaun Watson here. How I vote strongly against it because you are pulling the Texans by trading away all of your future assets. You know, for one guy to be in the exact same spot. And every it, it's getting to the point where every single time my phone goes off and it's an ESPN notification, I have a mini heart attack because I don't know if today is the day that I lose my baby boy of Tua Tungavailoa, okay? So, but going back to it, we see the demeanor that Tua Tungavailoa has. He is not defeated by any of this. He is not overwhelmed by any of this. He is cool, calm, and collected. He is blocking out the noise, and he is already focusing on next year. That is the guy that you want leading your franchise. That's the guy. Okay? The kid who will sit there and admit his mistakes. Admit that he has a lot that he has to work on. Admit his shortcomings. And says, I'm going to work on that. And his primary focus is football and winning games. And being better. Sounds a lot like Brian Flores' philosophy. Hmm. It looks like it fucking worked. Looks like the culture that Brian Flores has spent two years forming has fucking worked. And Tua is the right person. He couldn't be a better person to be leading as the most important position in the entire National Football League and quarterback. Somebody who is dedicated to the game dedicated to the team not giving in to any of the noise not biting on anything sure there's doubts absolutely and he has every right to be nervous and anxious I'm having fucking panic attacks over this shit right cause this is my guy two is my guy right I'm looking at his beautiful bobblehead right now right this is my guy but all of those things aside right he's justified for feeling the way that he feels Deshaun is more than justified for feeling the way that he feels. And for the best of his career, I wish Deshaun out. I don't think anybody should have to deal with the Houston Texans organization. Because even J.J. Watt, who has spent his entire career there, who has gotten 
numerous Defensive Player of the Year awards and who has gotten Walter Payton Man of the Year awards for what he's done in the community is being treated like this. But here's my thing. JJ, you've been around a lot longer than Deshaun has in the Houston Texans organization. All of a sudden, why is it now? After watching all of this unfold, that now you speak up. Why is it now that you say that you want out of Houston? I get that your connection to the city, I get your love for the city, but as a leader and as a person, Deshaun is taking the steps because he sees everything that is wrong. So he is saying, here is the option. I want out because clearly it is the exact same thing that is happening, no matter what. So I want out. If things are not going to change and this toxic environment is going to continue to fester and boil and stew, then I want out. Either that or you just simply make the change and stop being toxic. And Houston said, no, nah, we like being toxic. We're going to keep doing the same shit. Either JJ has not been paying attention or... I'm not saying that he's not the leader that we thought he is. But you've been in the league a hell of a lot longer than Deshaun Watson. Why is it taking you this long to say something? Or is it a strength and numbers thing? I don't know. Once again, I'm not in the Texans organization. So those are the words of Tua on the Dan Patrick Show. I am confident that Tua will still be our sorting... Our, our starting quarterback come September. I'm confident in that. But as we've seen with the trade between Jared Goff and the Rams and the Lions, the NFL, anything can happen. But Miami is in the prime spot. You are in the driver's seat. You won 10 games. You have the number three overall pick. You have the number 18 overall pick. You have the number 36 overall pick. You have been loaded with draft picks for two years. You have got your franchise guy. The only thing we've talked about during this entire rebuilding process is be patient. Why contradict ourselves now? Why would we contradict ourselves now and try to speed up something that doesn't have a timeline? Rebuilds don't have a timeline. Reconstructions don't have, oh yeah, it's going to be exactly five years and then we're fine. That's not how they work. Okay? Just ask the Jets. It's not how they work. If we are trusting this process, if we are buying into the culture, if we are buying into doing the right things and doing what is best for the team... Why are we trying to speed up the process now? Don't do it. Don't do it. Stay the course, and it will pay off. But those are just my thoughts. That being said, my name is Ty. Thank you for listening to the Finish It Podcast. We love you for tuning on in. You already know what to do. The Patreon is down below. You don't have to. But if you feel so inclined, I do love you. If you're listening on Apple, please hit that follow button cost you absolutely nothing helps me out a great deal as well as rate us five stars to my new listeners hello and to my longtime listeners me love you long time and as always this is ty god bless and go miami dolphins